Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. 32 minutes past the hour. Liftoff on Apollo 11. What is up, everybody? How we doing? Standing Brothers show. Man, it is a great Friday. I'm excited about this show. How are you guys doing? You guys having a great week? Are you excited for the weekend? I know that I am. Um, very rare for this weekend. I've had a uh, pretty hectic week, to say to say the least. Um, but a good week. A good week. I really can't complain that much. Um, I'm flying solo for this episode. Joe, of course, is um, working. So we're gonna just gonna have some fun here. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna keep you guys hopefully too long. We'll see how this goes. I got a couple stories I want to touch on. Kind of give some of my thoughts and my opinions on some things. You know, that's why you clicked on this episode. Um, so if you don't like what you hear, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. You can find something else. <clears throat> Still kind of dealing with this slight cough. It is much better than it was on Monday. So I won't uh, um, have to cough into Literally, I had, I had a pillow that I would like hold up to my face. That way it wasn't so loud on the microphone. I do apologize if the last episode was pretty loud. Um, but I got a lot lot better. If you hear a cough drop in my mouth, that's just I'm trying to just keep the coughs down to a minimum. But I am feeling great. Um, I'm back to uh, my normal um, um, exercise routine. That was good. I missed that for over a week. Uh, it does something to you when you're not able to kind of be active in your, in your um, um, body, especially your um, flexibility uh, is not always there. But uh hope you guys are having a great weekend. Hope you guys... Is, are ready for an exciting weekend, um, go out and do something cool <clears throat> this weekend. That's what I always try to say, especially in times like these. I think that we really need to uh, to champion that um, positivity and a champion um, um, good positive thoughts and uh, kindness towards one another, I think, especially now more than ever. Um, and when I mean kindness towards others, I mean... Um, if somebody's calling you a bad person because you don't wear a mask or you won't um, go undergo a certain procedure, I'm not talking about them because um, they're not they're not good they're not good people. Um, but um, peers and uh, people and you know, so, you know so those those people among you, I think it's important uh, to hold those people close, especially if they actually truly uh, care about you, stuff like that. Um, so especially especially this weekend, go do something cool. I'm excited for this weekend. <coughs> Um, excited about playing um, church on a Sunday morning. Um, always look forward to that. That's something that uh, each week I know that I, I work towards. I, I work towards the music. Those of you who don't know, I uh, I play guitar um, for church. Something that I do look forward to every single Sunday. It's kind of that nice uh, final hoorah for the week. Something I, I work for, working through music, learning stuff, learning different types of music and uh, um, songs so it's it's kind of the capstone of my week and kicks off the next part of the week is a perfect opportunity for that so I really do appreciate it um, links to the links to everything in the show can be found down below as far as um, the patreon if you want to support us and you want to listen to the show a day early you you, you can check that out there <clears throat> also you can check out my Twitter you can follow me on Twitter at jstandard underscore and you can follow Joe at Joe Stanberg um, thinking about going on another little the social media um, the blackout I don't know if that will include Twitter I'm not 100% sure yet but I'm basically all off of um, Facebook at this point Instagram will probably be going soon 
I've largely considered deleting my Instagram and um, but it, it's something that I weigh with every day. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to get my life off of social media. Something that I am uh, really uh, looking looking inward within myself about that. Um, I don't know what that what that'll look like, but um, especially getting off of social media as much as possible is uh, beneficial to your health. And uh, socially, mentally, everything—it's just—it's um, just been beneficial to get off your phone and uh, experience the real world, and not—and not. Why would you want to live your 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 life through somebody else when you have your own life to live? I've never that just like who who cares what other people are doing? <clears throat> I guess that's our society nowadays, but. <laughs> Enough of my rambling about myself. Let's talk about something else. Well, folks, they got him. They finally got him. And by him, well, I mean um, a show favor on, on the Stan Brothers show. Um, so Miriam Cuomo, Andrew Cuomo, governor of New York, is finally gone. Here we go, New York Times. <clears throat> Cuomo resigns amid scandals, ending the decade-long run in disgrace. Oh, boy. This could be a good one. Governor Cuomo was unable to withstand a barrage of sexual harassment allegations that led, that led most of his allies to abandon him. I can't imagine why. So he's gone, folks. Uh, the, the great governor of New York, the... The governor of America is what we were called, we were, we were led to believe um, back in early 2020 when it came to the whole, you know, some Modelo um, incident that came across in New York. But he's gone. Wow. Um, <clears throat> I didn't, I, not, not going to lie. I didn't think that he would actually go out on a sexual harassment scandal. Um <clears throat> because I thought that honestly, they he was gonna find some way to weasel out of this. I thought that he was gonna find some way to 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 get out of it and sweep it all under the rug, just like how Joe Biden kind of did with Tara Reid. But I, I I mean I guess I guess not. I guess he's gonna step down. Um, and this was written on the tenth, so for two weeks he's gone, and then. Um, the lieutenant governor will will take over after that, being the first woman to occupy uh, the New York's top office. <clears throat> it says here, Mr. Cuomo's dramatic fall was shocking in his velocity and, and vertical drop. A year ago, the governor was hailed as a national hero for his leadership amid the coronavirus pandemic. But leadership is in sending s uh, sick, patients with coronavirus to nursing homes you mean that leadership because i mean yeah sure like that's leadership um in the same way that you know mussolini had good leadership and uh, fidel castro was a good leader um you know he had steady leadership and maybe they were both considered national heroes for a time that doesn't exactly mean it was good uh, no, my first reaction when I saw this is that I was upset that he is being taken off by this. I would have hoped that he would have been 
impeached or an investigation or something would have been done into the whole nursing home scandal and the fact that per capita New York is one of the worst states still to this day when it comes to deaths and everything else associated with this pandemic. <clears throat> still among the worst. But I guess he's a national leader because, you know, he won an Emmy for his press conferences and stuff. You know, the things that matter. Saving lives in the middle of a pandemic. Eh. Hold a nice press conference. Yeah, that's what'll get the that's what they're talking about. It's a nice press conference that he did. So I'm guessing this all came from um the fact that his top aide also resigned as well, and then there were calls for impeachment by the legislative branch of New York. And I guess once they started talking about impeachment, I mean, that I guess that was it. Now, apparently, impeachment's off the table, which those of you who are not aware with that, um, if he were to be impeached, he couldn't run for office. I get. I think it's only in the state of New York because they're talking about how he's going to run, run for president in 2024. Um, that'd be pretty funny. I, I guess Kamala Harris will let him run against her. Maybe. I don't know. Perhaps. But he's gone. Um, let me know your thoughts on this one. Um, good riddance, honestly. Like, I am glad that he's gone. I am glad that, that this tyrant is gone. Um, de Blasio needs to go next. I mean, de Blasio right now is basically creating a, a two-tiered society in, in, in the city of New York. Um, and, look, that's grounds for impeachment right there and right then and there. Um basically by fiat by the stroke of this man's pen and by the words that come out of his mouth he's going to dictate what you can and cannot do based solely upon whether or not you've undergone a medical procedure which we're going to talk about later on in this program i know you can't listen to a standard show without hearing about the pandemic but i got a lot of good things i want to talk about when it comes to that Especially, I got a whole thing about Joy Reid saying a lot of crap about this thing and, you know, her being contradictory to herself. I know that that's crazy. That, that, that never would have happened. But we're going to get into all that. Cuomo's gone. I, 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 I still kind of shocked me because I, I never saw it coming. Um, I'll link the article down below again uh, if it's blocked because you guys don't subscribe to the New York Times, which if you don't, congratulations. I I, I don't mean that's like sarcastically. I mean good job. <laughs> I just do it because I get it incredibly cheap, and I can read articles for the show. That's about why I do it. Look, I go through the pain of reading the New York Times just so just to bring you guys whatever um whatever horrible things that they're writing. I really wish you. I really. I guess now that he's gone, will there be an investigation into the whole nursing home scandal? I I st I don't I don't think there will be. I think that that whole scandal dies with him leaving office. Because now, because now, it's not who cares, right? He's gone. He's gonna have this 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 million dollar parachute or whatever of money that he has. So I mean, he'll he'll be okay. But I, I I guess now that we're we'll never find the truth about what happened in the New York State nursing homes, um, other than the fact that um, he was hailed as great leader 
with um, the most per capita deaths in the United States because he's such a, such 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 a great leader, awesome great leader, and um, okay, scratch that. New Jersey has a has more deaths per one hundred thousand. I I I will, um, I will um take that back. But New York is second, so. That's not to say that. <clears throat> that's not to say that. New Jersey's any better with their governor. Um, it's not Ron Johnson. It's um Phil Murphy. That guy's slimy as well. You know, even right now, as we hear this, 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 this second whatever this Delta wave. I don't know what the when I don't want to even call this thing. Because 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 of the the names just keep changing as as it is. Um. Which, which, enough than all um, seriousness, is actually um, rising quite a bit. Something to look at. Um, I'm still looking for that two-month sort of rise and peak. That's what we've seen in all these other countries. The UK had about a had about a two-month rise and then dropped. They had a two-month rise and that's when it peaked out. And then, same thing with with India. Every place that's gotten hit with this thing has. Has had, has had a two-month rise, peaked out, and then it fell just as fast as it went up. So be on the lookout for that. I know the rise started right in July, beginning of July. So we are right now about six weeks into it. So in all seriousness, <coughs> check that chart each day. I know Saturday and Sunday they don't uh, report the numbers as well. But in the next week or two, look for the numbers to start pl- so plat plateauing. I know that we had we're starting to plateau across the country here. Um, this this week, you can go look at the numbers. There was the rise was not as substantial as it was previously, and then of course deaths have not risen in the same fashion that, that the cases have, and that is of course is evident to the UK and India with this thing, because you know we hear about Florida and Georgia and how bad. Text how bad those are, even though they have half the deaths per one hundred, half the deaths per one hundred thousand as as um, New York, roughly. Take take it with you. Take it take it what you will. Okay, and I I got some numbers I want to talk about. I've got some, I got some things I want to talk about when it comes when it relates to the economy. Um, some interesting interesting things are happening this week, and. We got some new numbers out <coughs> from the inflation. I know uh, I try to bring the inflation numbers to you guys to let you guys know. I don't have them right in front of me, but I do know there was a f- 5.7 or 5.3% um, increase to the price of goods so far. Uh, uh, again, record, record inflation, what we're seeing right now. Record inflation. I know that this is going to surprise absolutely nobody. But this week in the markets, we saw something pretty strange, and I tried to watch it carefully. So this week in the markets, we had, again, um, the S&P and the Dow both touched all-time highs. I don't don't think they closed at all-time highs, but they did touch all-time highs today. And again, if you have all this inflation, naturally we're going to see stuff like this happening. We kind of wrapped up earnings week a little bit. 
And one of the big companies, which I did sell based on their um, new new uh, procedure policy, which I'm going to talk about in a second, was 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 Disney. <clears throat> in an economy where we're supposed to have all of this shortage of labor and this economic um, down downfall, where, where people this this eviction crisis, which Joe talked about, all these bad things are going on. But apparently people have all this extra money to go to Disney World. Disney stock jumped um, over over 1% today after the company posted a nine, $918 million profit for its fiscal for its fiscal third third quarter compared with a loss of $4.72 billion at, at the same time last year. Now, some of this can be attributed to good management from the Disney Corporation. No doubt about it. I know that people are indoors and they're watching a lot of Disney Plus. Disney Plus is exploding. But, when it is the most expensive time to ever go to Disney, and arguably as somebody who's a, a, a undeniable, not sorry, sorry, unashamed, um, fanatic of the, of the theme parks you can write letters about that I don't care that's that's who I am <clears throat> record high prices for everything at Disney World right now and the fact that you have arguably in my opinion a subpar experience if you're going for your first time ever something's not adding up people have a lot of money laying around is it because it was saved up from the the pandemic before, or is it the fact that there's been so much money ejected into the into the economy through inflation that Disney sees these extremely high profits? Remember, this time last year they lost four point seven billion. They made almost they made almost a billion dollars in profit. Destroyed all of Wall Street's expectations for this quarter. I bring up Disney because Disney was the one company and the one stock that got absolutely clobbered last year. Destroyed. Why? It's a travel stock. It's a travel company. They have theme parks and they have cruises. And yes, they have entertainment as well. Primarily movies. Which, I've been going to the movies Basically, whenever our theaters open, they opened up, <coughs> excuse me, they opened up late last year, um, closed over um, the holidays, then opened up again right around May or so. So whenever the theaters are open, I'm usually there because I have the unlimited pass. I love going to the movies. But the last couple times I've gone... And I've gone to see some pretty big films. I went and saw Suicide Squad. I went and saw a bunch of other films. There's there's nobody there. Now, yes, I live in a smaller town. That's a very, very small sect of the population that goes to this small theater at the amount. But typically, pre-pandemic, a Friday and Saturday night, packed. Especially for a film like Suicide Squad, packed. No one's there. No one's going to the movies right now. 
That is a big chunk of Disney's business. And they jumped it out of the park. Killed it. I don't know where they're making this money. <clears throat> Jungle Cruise just came out. And some other films that just came out as well. Or um, Black Widow just came out for them. Which are having their own issues with that right now. I went and saw Black Widow. No one in the theaters was dead. I think it was me and like three other people. On a, on a Saturday night. Friday night. Saturday night. I, I don't know how they're doing this right now. Uh, people that... A, a company that should be getting destroyed right now is somehow making money. Because people have all this extra money. And they're ejecting it into the economy. Tyson just said that they are weeks behind the meat manufacturer. Weeks behind on all their orders, all their deliveries. Weeks behind. Got to raise prices across the board. Can't get the people to come in. Can't get the staff to fill these orders. The demand is not slowing down for all this stuff. Right? I'm told on one hand, this economy is coming back. It's thriving. And on the other hand, I'm told that there's so many people out there that, that, that need this extra stimulus. That need it. <clears throat> Do I believe that both are true? The economy is roaring back on paper and that people are hurting severely? Yes, both are 100% true. But <clears throat> they cannot ignore the fact that they just injected trillions of dollars into the economy through direct payments of printed money that was not earned, that had no profitability behind it, that had no production of a good or service behind it. That is inflation. Whenever a company cannot produce product fast enough and they have to raise prices. And it's not and it's not a concern of like of like a supply chain issue or it's not a concern of that it's because they just can't make the things fast enough. That's an inflation issue. Which we're seeing again. In an, in an economic situation right now, where you have fears of this of this of this virus getting out of control again, that's all I see when I watch the news. It's all about just the fear of this thing getting out of control again. Are we going to see a a March style a March twenty twenty style lockdown again over 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 the over the winter? <clears throat> Is that going to happen? Is your jab even wor- even working? A lot of evidence is showing that it's not right now. A lot of evidence is showing that. But how is the stock market still making these all-time highs? The money is coming from somewhere. Right? Whenever the stock market goes up, that means people are buying. It means people have cash on hand to buy stocks. They turned that cash into, 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 into equities. That had to come from somewhere. I uh, it baffles me. Economic data with uh, show there's a fresh fresh labor um, report that came out that showed that the jobs are coming back. Again, when, when, please remember whenever you see these job reports. I know that the lamestream media tries to tr- tries to put this this um, as as a good thing. They will count a loss of a jobless claim if someone goes back to work in an industry where they were previously shut down. So, like, case in point, if 
again, Walt Disney World. Whenever they had to fire um, some tens of thousands of employees in their parks division and their cruise division because, um, of course, of the pandemic, <clears throat> if they rehire people, that's that's considered a job regained, even though it, it was completely eliminated before. So to just keep that in mind that whenever they say, oh, we created all these new jobs because of this economic policy. Really? Because you allowed Disney to now do business because they're a you know, private in- in company and they can do whatever the heck they want. Because you've now gotten off their neck and said that, yes, you can open up your theme park on your own private property. That's now considered a success on your part. Give me a break. Honestly, give me a break. Something interesting we saw this week um, with the economic numbers that came out. Excuse me. All of the vaccine stocks this year, or not, sorry, this week, were soaring. Like, especially like Moderna's. I think I have have Moderna's numbers right here for you. Maybe I don't have Moderna's numbers on here. Hold on a second. Nope, I don't. So, actually, yes, I do. Hold on a second. So, Moderna, um, all right, so Moderna climbed um, 1.6%. I believe this is of today, or no, yesterday, sorry. Moderna climbed 1.6% after a beat on earnings. Um, BioNTech, which has also worked with Pfizer to make their vaccine, um, boosted 4.1%. And the Novavax, which I believe has a vaccine coming out or they're working on one, um, boosted um, 5.5%. So we have these vaccine manufacturers on earnings, but yes, on earnings, but also on that the vaccines and because that there is a giant need for them right now that we're going to see we're going to see an increase in sales because people are going to go out and get vaccinated because of the success of it because because it actually works so they're betting on this thing beating delta is is what we're seeing in the market right now and then as well this is a, this is a tweet from zero hedge at the same time energy stocks got absolutely clobbered this week clobbered go look at the xl uh the xle i think i think is the is the energy index clobbered this week <clears throat> and they got clobbered because it fears that delta will run out of control so we have one half of the market betting on that that that, that, that these vaccines are going to defeat this delta and we're all going to go all back to normal as long as everybody gets vaccinated it'll all go back to normal and then we have half the market with and people who own oil stocks, which again is travel. That's Disney. That's Delta Airlines. That's um, cruises. That's automobile companies. It's all involved in the energy sector. All of those are involved in travel. You need fossil fuels. You need oil to go places, to travel. The travel and reopening side, that's the energy side, is saying is got clobbered because of Delta while the, the the savior side went up. Look, I hate to be the bearer of bad news here, but someone's going to be disappointed here. 
You can't have this dynamic shift where half the market is saying that, well, this this virus is going to get out of control. Whereas the other half of the market is saying, oh, no, we get, get this, get this, we have this under control. Someone's going to be very disappointed. <clears throat> Speaking of, of inflation numbers, I got another thing here from uh, Zero Hedge. The um, July numbers for the import, the import price inflation um, came out. And the export prices um, inflation also number came out as well. And of course, we're at record highs. Um, I will post all this below if you're not really good at um, reading some of these charts. Zero Hedge does a good job of kind of explaining it. Um, although they use a lot of more fancier terms. So I do apologize for that. But <clears throat> import prices from China are at their highest since December 2015. And you can see... Um, the price of imports has gone just dramatically up. Now, factor of a lot of things. Some, some people will point to Biden. Some people may point to um, the China's manipulation of currency. It, it's a lot of factors that go into this, but it's the factor of a, of a cheapened dollar. Costs, costs more money to import things. A dollar is worth less. That's what has to happen. Given the relative scale of, of U.S. exports versus imports, this report should ease some fears of growing trading deficits and also supports at the margin the idea that U.S. inflation is transitory. However, we know that we are way beyond the base of effects from the 2020 crash and that is extremely high inflation points to looking very sticky now. Here's, a, here's what uh, Peter Schiff had to say about this. <coughs> Export prices rose 1.3% in July. Year over year, they're up 17.2%. The 2021 gain is 13.5%, which annualizes to a shocking 23%. It is likely the prices of goods will we do not ex, we do not export rose by a similar percentage. 23% is honestly more of the infet, in, in measure of inflation than the CPI. It's worse than the 1970s. So Peter Schiff is saying that um, the price to import items, which is generally how the U.S. economy is set up, is set up. Um, <clears throat> the U.S. does not really produce a lot of things that we consume. Um, you can look around your house, find me the majority of things that are made overseas, mostly China, and the things that are made in the U.S. It is drastic. It's drastic. So, if you have a 23% annualized um, increase in the price of, of goods, then that, that cost has to go to somebody, right? If it costs 23% more to buy, oh, I, I don't know, um, a television set or a computer monitor or a computer processor, I don't know, something that comes from China, it costs 23% more. Do you think that <clears throat> the company that has to import that is just going to eat the cost of that? No, of course not. They're going to pass on to the consumer one way or another. So, Peter's logic here, whether you agree with it or not, is in fact the CPI is, is woefully incorrect, which I do believe it is. And he believes the CPI is more like 23%. The Consumer Price Index has rose, risen by more than 23%. It's an interesting theory. I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not discrediting it at all. 
but that's that's mainly how we how we would track it and if and if you look at the 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 um import price index um with with china ever since 2012 it has been on a steady decline right until 2019 and then 2020 all the way when trump left office coincidentally i'm not not tinfoil hat here that's when things started going bad something to look at it's definitely something to look at and um something to watch out for i, I know i like to like to talk about the inflation numbers because I, I find them fascinating and interesting but um seriously though it, it's something it's oh boy it, it's gonna get rough um in my opinion so just just be on the lookout for that just just watch the reports watch the numbers and uh you know get yourself prepared um however however you and yourself uh, do that something else I want to talk about here and uh, this is gonna be the last thing I want to kind of mention and I'll give my closing thoughts for the week and then we'll uh we'll wrap the sucker up there's an interesting article from the Wall Street Journal that I kind of um buzzed through briefly before I started the show <coughs> It says uh, job postings required requiring COVID-19 vaccinations drove in the past or um, jumped in the past month. Vaccination requirements for new hires nearly double. Reports show that McDonald's, Walmart are among the companies requiring shots. So remember whenever we talked about the the vaccine passport, which again I, I I'm not I'm not ruling out. I'm not saying that that that's not a reality facing us. I just think that it's less so um, than originally was, just mainly because I think so many people have been vaccinated already, and I think that the world is already it's already opened up enough where you can still go and freely do things. And unless you're living in a city like like New York has already issued some type of um, uh, passport, and then San Francisco announced the same thing as well. So you have these two. T- tightly knit pretty condensed cities <clears throat> um there's a great podcast you can listen to go back um a few months ago and listen to uh pete Cononas and scott horton talked about this it was a really good podcast and i, I really have to agree with, 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 with what scott said that a a vaccine passport nationwide i don't think is actually possible <clears throat> and hear me out. Um, I live in pretty r- rural Georgia. Um, there are a lot of just mom and pop places around here. A lot of stores that I go and visit and shop at. There's a small uh, music store that I go to sometimes. And oftentimes there's only like one or two people there that actually like operate the store. And when, when I see places like that. And then I see the lone gas station in the middle of nowhere, Georgia. I'm sitting there and thinking about a future, okay, that I have to have this little barcode on my phone to to prove it whether or not I go in and out. How in the world is the federal government? Because remember, <coughs> I don't think that all of these Republican governors are actually going to go for this. Now, I could be 100% wrong fact i'm probably going to be wrong on this it's fine i'll go ahead and just to just take the l now on this but how are you going to enforce the fact that a music store in the middle of nowhere georgia 
with only one person in there is going to be checking and making sure that I have a little barcode on my phone. Or is he even going to care, right? That's also assuming that these people actually care about that. Because I'm contrary to the um, the mainstream media right now, I have not met a single person yet, on the, whether it's out in the public or people that I know privately, who will say, I'm not going to associate with you, Jacob, or I'm not going to associate with somebody who, who does not have the this this medical procedure i haven't met anybody yet i know there's there's um you know act actresses and like i think i think that jennifer anderson came out and said that she's weeding people out based on their um status and honestly if that's what it takes to end um a relationship with somebody whether it be um you know friendship or something else like that if that is your premise for ending ties with somebody then you probably didn't care about that person in in the first place i'm just gonna throw that out there i've said this when it comes to political divides that if you're willing to disassociate with people based on the fact that they have undergone a medical procedure which again if the thing works and you have it then you're protected it doesn't matter who's around you i give this analogy to everybody i talk about who 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 may be kind of um, lean towards maybe everybody should go out and take this. I say, okay, if you go into a movie theater and 70% of people have it and then 30% don't, what do the 70% have to worry about if this thing works the way they say it works and the way that I'm not allowed to question it? YouTube, if this episode goes on YouTube, I'm not questioning the efficacy of this. I'm just saying, I'm just pointing out an, an, a very big argument flaw here. I'm not questioning the safety and the effectiveness of this. I'm not doing that. So moderator on Spotify and YouTube, I'm not, I'm not questioning it. Don't give me that third strike on my YouTube account. Which is, <laughs> I swear that YouTube account's going to be, going to be, going to be gone before I can ever do anything with it. But your arguments don't, don't line up. <clears throat> the same thing with, same thing with, with a job. Like if I work, like I, at where I work right now, I work in tight spaces, okay? As far as I'm concerned, uh, all of this, all the restrictions and the, and the guidelines and everything are, are, are kind of ignored. We don't really care about that kind of stuff. We may pretend to care, but we really don't care. If you, if, if I was worried about getting sick and I, and I had that fear and I have undergone the procedure, then I'm protected. So if somebody has it, they can't give it to me because I'm protected. I have an immune response to it, right? That's your argument. So I I still to this day don't understand. I still to this day don't understand why people act like, okay, well, everybody has to take it. Well, like as we saw with the other numbers that they threw out there, I think they said that ninety nine percent of people that that died from um, the the Smodillo virus in July or whatever were unvaccinated. I'm like, okay, doesn't that prove doesn't that prove the fact that if you have it, you're not going to die from it? Doesn't that prove your point further that why we don't <clears throat> need a mandate that we don't need passports, we don't need to require it. 
the federal government and the state of California both have said that they're going to mandate you take this. Doesn't matter. McDonald's and Walt Disney, which is the reason why I sold my Walt Disney shares. Sold them a, I sold them Monday morning, actually, uh, when they announced this. They announced over the weekend, Monday morning, Bell opened, sold them. I, I'm, I'm serious. I said this in the past when it came to the vaccine passports. I'm extending this now to requiring this this vaccination. And yes, I'm singling this one out. Just because of the fact that it has not been. Just because... <clears throat> just because necessarily I don't think um, I know that a lot of companies do mandate that you undergo certain medical procedures to work at them and I understand that uh, I'm not talking about that I'm talking about this one in particular because of the implications that's being used behind it you, you, you cannot sit there and say that requiring this vaccine is anywhere out of in a different context to requiring a polio, right? Because no one used the polio vaccine to create a two-tiered society in in cities in this country. Nobody used that vaccine for that. If you didn't have the polio jab, you couldn't go to your local deli <coughs> or to a movie theater. That didn't happen. But right now with this Modelo jab, that's what's happening. So no, you cannot sit there and say, oh, well, you know, your school has required polio for like, you know, 50 decades and blah, 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 blah. No, there is a difference between these two. And I'm not talking about the efficacy or the safety. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the context socially and through the use of force by the government that we're seeing right now. We're having talks about if you have not undergone this procedure, you can't go on a cruise. Norwegian Cruise Lines was on Mad Money two, two days ago. I watched it. The CEO blank said, no jab, no ride, or no, or no sailing for you. Well, are you going to apply that to the polio? Because, you know, that's pretty dangerous too, dude. You know, just to be, just to be careful, just to be safe. No, he's not asking for that. The context is different between this one and you, even people up there who will, who will say that I'm wrong, uh, the passports and everything else, you can't sit there and deny that. There, there's a difference between these two. The context is different. The cultural sentiment is different. Nobody, nobody excommunicated people because they didn't vaccinate their kids against polio. Right? Because most of the time, you never knew. It wasn't in any of your dang business. Back when things were private. You had no idea if this, your kid didn't get the, the, the chicken pox or whatever. Just in, insert any sort of uh, shot that we give kids when they're, when they're young. And I'm not really an anti-vaxxer. I, 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 I just, I don't like the implications of of the uh, of 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 what's going on right now, I've long said if you want to go take it, go for it. I couldn't care. I don't care. If you, if you take it and post a selfie, that's extremely cringy. But I don't care. I don't think that this. 
uh, there's a big con- there's a big misconception with I think me and Joe's position that we think that this thing is gonna like kill you or you're gonna like <clears throat> start to start growing scales or whatever. Uh, that was all me being hyper hyperbolic. Clearly, if I said in the past that you're gonna grow a little baby head out of your neck or something, I, I-, I was being hyperbolic. I didn't actually think that was gonna happen. I do sometimes wonder what the long-term effects of something like this, just because we don't know. Just as, like, if I were to catch the Modillo virus, would I have long-term effects? I don't know. Maybe. We don't know. That's a very okay position to have on all this. I don't think you're, like, drop dead instantly. I think that I think that the side effects are being underreported, and we don't know about them, and I wish we did. Because maybe, maybe if I knew about them, I could put some of that fears to rest. But no, no, I'm not allowed to talk about that. I sold, I sold my shares of Disney because of this. If they decide to reverse or do something like that, I'll be more than happy to buy my shares of Disney back. I think, I think, I love the company. But on on this one, any company that is going to um, develop or go along with a passport or a a, a, a mandatory. Um, some Odilla virus vaccine. I am going to sell their shares. <clears throat> I don't care. That that is that is how much I care about this. And you know what? I missed out on like a seven percent profit or whatever on on that on that stock. I was up almost sixty percent on my on my shares of Disney. I was up huge. It was my best performing stock. I sold it. I don't care. I missed the earnings call, which usually I don't sell for earnings call, but I sold before the earnings call. I missed that on all the, what I just talked about where they beat the earnings. I missed on all that. I don't, it's not worth to me that extra couple bucks. It's not worth to me that much because that, that's what we're dealing with. Okay. I do have one final funny story that I kind of want to, <coughs> oh man. I think this is pretty funny. I really do. And this goes back to, um, man, you know, some days I, I kind of miss Trump in office. Not that I was a fan of Trump. Um, I, I wasn't. I'm, 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 I'm no cheerleader for him, no fan of him. But, you know, he made things fun. He made things interesting. He made watching. He made opening up Twitter so much fun because you're like, if you couldn't sleep and it was, you know, 3 o'clock in the morning or whatever. Open up Twitter and be like, okay, well, who's he tweeting at now? And you're like, this, 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 this man exists. And, of course, he made a mockery of the whole federal government and stuff, which I think is just A-plus, Donald. A-plus, best president of my lifetime. I have no, no fault saying that. It's not exactly saying much, but, you know. I got an article here from uh, Zero Hedge again. It says, MSNBC host. It was okay to be an anti-vaxxer. When Trump was president. Because of course it was. <laughs> you know. <coughs> excuse me. When I, when I laugh hard, it causes me to cough more. I saw this um, headline on Twitter. And then my only reaction was there's that, um, there's that clip from Jurassic Park whenever... Um, um, so Jeff Goldblum's character says, well, 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 there it is. <laughs> well, there it is. <laughs> That's my only reaction to this. Here's what she said. MSNBC can, 
um, host Joy Reid conveniently explained away the fact that back in September, November 2020, she put out anti-vaccine statements, saying it was okay to do so because Donald Trump was president. So remember, the same uh, vaccine. Remember also, too, that November is whenever this thing came out. <coughs> whenever... Um, so whenever um, Pfizer announced they actually had a, a working vaccine, conveniently after they called the election for Biden. Um, thought that was kind of interesting, too. Also, the CEO of the company bought a bunch more of his stock, and that that's kind of shady. But, here, but here's, what, um, here's, what she had, here's what she had to say. I have taken a lot of heat for saying back in September that if Donald Trump remained president, I wouldn't trust anything that was coming out of terms of vaccines that he was offering. And it was difficult to trust the CDC at the time um, after he had warped it so thoroughly. And that, even even if he wasn't president, it was going to be difficult to restore any kind of trust. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. You know, when, when, whenever people... Like, I have two things I want to say about this. I'm, I'm, she has some more comments that she has to say and there's also i'll link this to the this video i'll link the article below and has a video you can watch i do find it interesting though because kamala harris kind of said the same thing she said that um if trump says the vaccine's okay i'm not going to trust him but if dr fauci says it's okay then i will i will take it i, I use this joke a lot to make people laugh but it's true does joy reed think that like trump was back there in like a lab coat mixing a bunch of different things together to, to make this thing okay i'll add some of the blue liquid okay very nice i'm gonna add some trump dna i'll add some of my hair it's so beautiful so wonderful i'll i'll make some of the green stuff mm, smells great mm, put it on some heat get a microwave for 10 seconds and pull it out and there you go get the covid vaccine does she think that's actually what happened like you understand that as far as the manufacturing and science behind these things. Trump probably had, you know, 0% involvement. He was just more of the, hey, how much money do you need? And what and what resource, resources do you need from us to make this happen? That's kind of Trump's whole thing. And also, if it's okay to question the safety of um, the vaccine or the effectiveness or whatever, whatever reason she had to question it and question the CDC, would she allow that same um, liberty to Trump supporters now who are saying that, hey, I don't trust Biden. I don't trust this woman in charge of the CDC. I'm not going to take this. Will she will she lend that to them? Of course not. Or will she lend it to libertarians who say i don't trust anybody in that office i don't trust cdc at all will she lend that to the libertarians who are completely against biden and trump no of course not i understand this kind of falls into the oh well it's okay whenever we do it or imagine if we did that but it's a it's a clear it's a clear double standard and yes i know these people don't care about double standards i understand that here's what she had to say she had to say, I mean, will anybody, sorry, I mean, will anyone, anyone at all, even fully trust the CDC again? And who on God's earth will trust the approval of a vaccine by the FDA? How do we get a vaccine distributed after this broken Trumpist nonsense has infected everything, even if Biden wins, question mark?
Frankly, the fact that the visor is not a part of Operation Warp Speed and took no part of government of Trump's government funding makes me feel better about their vaccine. Just speaking for myself, I won't go anywhere near anything that has Trump politicized behind it. She said on her broadcast, I said that because in my mind, a psychopath was president. There's been a lot of those, sweetheart. And if a psychopath is telling you this vaccine, which is really good for my reelection, is something you should take. There's a good reason I should not trust that. I, 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 look, in all honesty and a lot of and a lot of good wisdom. I can agree with that just to a certain point. I, I can understand that trying to logic. But you you can't sit there and and not allow the same credence to somebody else. I mean, in all honesty, you're not going to be able to, to to pass this one by me. Of course, um, Glenn Greenwald had this to say, who, who, who you know I love. He wrote, according to Joanne Reed, if you find anything distasteful or noteworthy about Obama throwing himself a gigantic maskless indoor party at his $12 million estate, as restrictions intensified, it just means you're unsophisticated, poor loser, and angry that you weren't invited. Well, remember, because uh, these sophisticated people were allowed to go to Obama's party. Um, but if you live in New York and you don't have the jab and you want to go to a deli or you want to go to a Yankees game, well, screw you, I guess. Same people, folks. Well, I think that's going to do it for this episode of the show, man. I <clears throat> Thank you guys so much for listening to this um this one. But uh seriously though, go out there and do something awesome. Um I know that I'm not going to make it unfortunately, but I know that the uh Libertarian Party of Georgia is kind of doing a little a maskless meetup thing. That should be pretty cool. It's going to be in Atlanta. You can check the Facebook group, I believe for um details on that because there's apparently there's so there's a, there's, a, there's a mask mandate in atlanta and they're gonna just go peacefully and just say hey arrest us or kick us out of this restaurant or kick us out of atlanta or whatever i don't know what they're gonna do but good on them um just remember just remember that all of this ends the masks the passports the restrictions the lockdowns all this ends whenever we want it to It, it all ends whenever we want it to. So, um, do not comply. Become ungovernable is is my advice to that. Um, any way you can do peacefully. I, 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 I prefer peace. I, I don't want to see... Um, I, I don't want to see violence. I don't want to see... I understand that... In, the time may come in a certain, in a certain point... Um, I, I pray to to God above that never happens. But peace. That's the what's the way out of this, man. Love each other. Peace. Um, go to something awesome this weekend. Seriously, go see a movie. Go see 
<coughs> go see a friend, go to a baseball game, go to a, look, I'm, I'm going to a soccer game on, on, on Sunday and I'm going to the movies tomorrow. So I got, I, I got a booked weekend, so it's going to be awesome. But, um, check out the links, to everything down below, consider supporting the show on Patreon, get the show a day early, which I know you're like, Hey, I want to hear, um, the ramblings of a, of a mid 25 year old anarchist. That's, that's, that's what, that's what I want to give my money to, um, do that. You can also support the show by picking up a t-shirt at the Teespring store. Um, those are super cool. I got one. I love it. We're all the time. So you can do that as well. Check out our Twitters down below as well. Shoot us an email. Stay with the show at gmail.com. Until Monday evening, we'll see you later. Joe should be back. So check that out. Also, Joe's show should be back on, on Wednesday. So check that out as well. Until then, everybody, have an amazing weekend. Catch you later. Tranquility Base here. The Eagle has landed. Roger, Clint. Tranquility, we copy you on the ground. We got a bunch of guys about to turn blue. We're breathing again. Thanks a lot.